The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Real Pod is brought to you by our good friends at Nando's. They've got restaurants across Aotearoa, and if you order through the Nando's app, you can collect Perry Perks points to redeem for delicious rewards. Hit nandos.co.nz to learn more and start earning. Just something to do a good TikTok to. Because you know that TikTok that could avoid one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen what I'm talking about? How does it go? Sorry, Jane. No, don't put that in the cold open, please. <laughs> now you just ensured that it's the cold open. Congratulations. Oh. Kia ora koutou. welcome along to The Real Pod. It's your real life, your real news, your really good time. My name is Jane Yee. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve. Kia ora, Duncan. Kia ora, Jane. You're also, you're really missing your reality TV, I think. I yeah? Um, yeah, I just, I was kind of relieved when the, the three, four episode weekly slog was over, even even though it was it represented the end of Celebrity Treasure Island. But now I, I feel like I missed that, that sort of anchor in my week. Yeah, that's true. I'm still on Bake Off, though it's coming to an end, the finals this week. Just, and oh. um, yeah, but I tell you what filled the gap nicely was, was UK Bake Off. Sorry, the Great British Bake Off, that's what it's called. <laughs> Who calls it UK Bake Off? It's ridiculous. Also, welcome to I here, who is producing today. See, I hear everyone loves your smooth voice, so feel free to just pop in any time and do an ad. I have to be restrained. You know, it's a commodity and I want to keep people keen. Yeah, yeah. you've got to look, look after those uh, those vocal cords. Don't over-exercise them, eh? Can I, I can I suggest that at some point we, we get T.I. here to voice an ad for his own voice? Like like as, I mean, vo- as voice talent. Any time he talks, it's, a, it's an ad. Like a kind of a your voice. your ad here, to, but the podcast version. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's quite good. Write that one down, someone. <laughs> okay, got some housekeeping to do, and it's it's a bloody pleasure to do this housekeeping. We've it's brought not to you even. By it's not even. It's not housekeeping when it's no. like us kind of on our knees. Doing the we're not worthy Wayne's world to 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 the almighty food god that is Nando's. That's housekeeping is Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the real pod. Like this is something else. Forward slash real pod corner. So I'm just by doing the way. like a media watch critique of your <laughs> of your intro there. Wow, this whole podcast is very meta in the first few minutes, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but anyway, yes, Nando's to uh, to celebrate the end of lockdown and mostly to celebrate Christmas. 
Nando's are running their famed Can for Chips initiative. So you, it, it starts, it started yesterday. So you can head into your local Nando's with a can of non-perishable food and they will swap it for some regular peri-peri chips, which are mwah, chef's kiss, delicious. Um, and all the cans are being donated to local food rescue partners. They're different ones in each region, but they're all very, very worthy causes. So... Tell all your mates, get your cans together, take them in. It's been a pretty rough few months and stocks are pretty low. So take your cans and get some chips. It's it's great for everybody. Mm. It's also just, again, Nando's doing that. They've been open about 10 minutes. Just a beautiful thing from a beautiful organisation. I just have a, I just need to, I've had delivery Nando's, which is good on almost everything, but the peri-peri chips don't transport as well as some of their, of their other items. And I think the, the incentives to actually get in store, swap that can for some fresh ones, very, very Just strong. to be clear, that's that's true of all fries yeah. from all outlets. It's not it's not particular to Nando's. And can I just say, actually, I had a... Um, I, Nando's this week also have started this thing where if you order delivery, you go in the draw to win one of a 1,000 golden tickets and you so you order through your Nando's app so delivery is now available officially through your Nando's app uh, I did this I got a voucher I scratched it I got a hundred bucks worth of food and so thinking when I went to like redeem it I was like do I take the chance that the voucher is one use only and order everything like to, or do I risk do I risk ordering just like what I need today and, and you know, the, I didn't know whether or not there was going to be any left over, like if it was held in credit. What well, do you think I did? Uh, <laughs> I think you um, you went over the top. I ordered $99 worth of Nando's. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because you're Jane Ann. That's how you live. <laughs> and I feasted on it for days and it was glorious. Honestly, so amazing. And uh, so, yeah, make sure you, you you do some Nando's delivery this week. You might end up like me gorging. On, and, and I have to say, my peri-peri chips travelled beautifully, Duncan. I'm not saying that they don't. They're, they're like in, an incredibly strong foodstuff. They're just different and better. There's a lot but of variables involved. I still order involved. them, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of variables involved if you're, if you're tracking them from, you know, if the driver's taking a long time, you know, they can get cold. So there's a lot of things that are that are at play. But a couple of hacks. Number one, I have seen someone in the office reheating their chips in the sandwich press at work before. So I, I haven't tried that myself because I don't have a sandwich press. Who was that? Who do you think it was? Simon Day? Yes. Yeah. And also... <laughs> um, Cheesy garlic bread is, is bloody good and microed for like 15 seconds the next day. Cheesy garlic bread might be it's, it's improved nice cold. by the travel. Yeah, it's 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 actually quite nice cold, but if you're wanting to heat it through, also it's like a brand new one. So there's just some hot tips. You've already done our socials more or less. Um, later on in the show, I attempted a Bake Off technical challenge, so I'll talk to that in real life. And uh, also, Duncan went to three restaurants. Yes, absolutely went bonkers. Green light go, except for it was red light, three restaurants. Anyway, that's coming up later in real life. For now, let's get into the real news. Love this. I know it's an international story, Duncan, but it's real pod. All over it, right? I'll give you the headline. An English hospital calls the bomb squad after man gets explosive stuck in his bum. I feel like that's 
most of what you need to know. Do you have any questions? Any questions from the floor on this one? I, I don't. I um, I actually first read read about the story on the Herald, and uh, there was there was a lot of. The, I mean, it's it's basically just a gift for for headline writers and writers of like fast twitch commodity news. You can just really get all of your get all of your puns out there in one go. Um, so apparently he slipped and fell. He's a collector of uh, military bits and bobs, and he and he slipped and fell. Just a really Unfortunate event. It happens. Um, it and when, when he turned up at the A and E, uh, the Ministry of Defence had to get involved to make sure that it wasn't a, a live situation. Luckily, it wasn't. Luckily for everyone, this story could have been very different. This feels like a story that might not be true at all. It does. It really does. Like, like as soon as it first gets reported anywhere. There is no incentive to fact check or to, to follow it down to... Why would you? Why would you want to expose it as fake when you can when you can have some fun with it? You want to you live know? in a world where this kind of thing goes on. And, and we, to be fair, we do. But yeah, the, the, there could be a whole, you know, production line of just the, the, this, this genre of news story and there would be no incentive for anyone to actually discover whether any of it properly happened because it's, mm. it's just kind of joyful that it exists. And Matt Chizzo News, he's become like the Briscoe's lady in that I think he just pops up to do Treasure Island, right? And then he disappears back because he, he, he famously um, went out of the public eye to go live rurally. Uh, he talked a bit about mental health issues that he, in his book and so on. And um, and so he's got some lovely sheep in that. But, of course, he, he can't resist doing Treasure Island, so he, he remains in the spotlight for that. But like the Briscoe's lady, she just from, from urban legend has it, she just like flies up, does a block recorder of a bunch of ads and then flies back to her wherever and just lives a lovely life. Honestly, the dream. Mm. I want to be Briscoe's lady or matchism, one or t'other. Happy to be either. Yeah, there's something about when you're just transcendentally famous for a very specific thing that no one else could possibly do. The role is unimaginable without you. And so you get to live that best of both worlds kind of out of the public eye, you know, idyllic farm life, but also get to get the the sort of the money and the fun of, uh, I mean, I don't know about shooting Briscoe's ads for Rod Duke. That might not be as fun. But certainly the Ch- Chizzo thing, I feel like he gets the best part of being a celebrity whilst and the best part of being a normie. Yeah, totally. And he's uh, anyway, so he's, he's got his sheep and he's just uh, sold his first ram from his central Otago stud farm. And the ram was called Blair. And uh, if you were hoping to buy a ram called Blair, too late, someone's already... How much? It. How much pirate gold did he get for it? Do you know? Oh, it depends if Lance Lance Savali was in there faking <laughs> Just fake, the fake <laughs> faking bids. <laughs> um, well, do we know his daughter's name Bree? We did know that. We've talked about that, haven't we? I honestly, I don't have perfect recall of everything we talked about, but it feels like the kind of thing we'd have talked about, and it Maybe feels we've like a, about it. like a sweet tribute to. What what age is she? I think I think he's a, she's a baby, right? And I, so it's I plausibly mean, his co-host. I would suggest that it's probably not, but there does have to be that. I mean, it could be a family name or something, but as I said, then you have that conversation of everyone's going to think that we've named her after Brie. I would just like to think they've got a beautiful relationship and that uh, it was the tribute. I think to solve it, they should have spelt it like the cheese. Yes. Which that also like Brie Larson is, is spelt in the in the cheese style, isn't she? Delicious. Mm. 
If a bit basic, bitch, you know. Um, in other sheep news, really real sheep news, Canterbury sheep Bert has, uh, has millions of TikTok views. Now, so we've got Blair the Ram and Bert the Sheep. It's a real bee sheep theme this week. Um, he lives on the Banks Peninsula farm, became famous after his owner, Naomi Abraham, started posting videos of him during lockdown last year. And his TikTok profile includes videos of him frolicking through the house, sleeping on the couch in front of the fire, and getting into the neighbor's rose garden. Reminiscent of um, of one late Sir Peabody Esquire, rest in peace, little little pony, just hanging I, out in the house. I don't, I don't remember Sir Peabody. Can I, can I have some backstory there? Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. The tiny horse? Oh, my God. I just remember the tiny horse. That was okay. such a great episode, that one. That's we, we, extremely we, disrespectful, by Did the we way. put that for a, up for the podcast awards? We did. Yeah, that was in the reel. <laughs> That's probably how come we got that, uh, that It's such place. a shame he died because we could have exploited that content for forever and a day and now no more awards for us, especially now that some, some jokers have started up some comedy podcast network. We're yeah. not going to have a look in next year, are we? Yeah, that's unfortunate. We're, yeah. Reality TV recap in real life in New Zealand podcast category. Yeah, they need to get much more micro. Mm. Okay. Um, back overseas now to Denmark where there was a big snowstorm. That's not that surprising. Some people got snowed in. Again, not that surprising. Uh, but in this cute story, some workers and shoppers at Denmark in a Denmark IKEA uh, got snowed in. So they all slept over in the store, had some yum food to eat. There were about 30 people hunkering down with the night and for the night and uh, the store manager wandered around singing singing songs to them to, to get them off to sleep. It's very, would, it's very Danish. I'd love, I'd love to be part of this. Yeah. I, did you read the – there was a related story um, about a pub in, I think, northern England yes. where Noasis were playing. I always – I love the whole tribute band name scene. Um, and, and so – yeah, I think feel like when when Oasis were really really massive in the UK, they were so big that their tribute bands were like also in the back of the enemy, and and Oasis kind of had a certain kind of parallel fame as a result. And I was pleased to hear that they were still hacking away pub venues, but you know, so be it. But yeah, the the idea that so basically they got snowed in for like three nights and in a pub, like. Honestly, that kind of sounds like the dream. It's amazing. You, you're likely there with your mates. Yeah. You know? Uh, you've got beer on tap. You've got a lot of beer on tap. You've got no Oasis there to smash out the hits. I, I assume <laughs> they'd played a nightly set. Uh, the the There were some patrons who had booked rooms, which is even better, right? Because like, then you can... Right, you've got somewhere to go sleep. Yeah, everyone else had to sort of hunker down in the, um, in the, the main area, which, you know... Would have been a bit less of me. It's more of the I- IKEA kind of situation. Those, those mm. things are so big, you'd probably still get some privacy. But yeah, it, it feels like, I mean, obviously climate change, bad, but some quite cute stuff coming out of it at the moment, which, you know, you just got to take it where you can get it. Well, we, I mean, the thing is, climate change is happening. Um, so we, it, it doesn't give us, it doesn't mean we have to stop trying to do what we can to prevent it escalating at such a rate. But when, there are silver linings of a bad situation. I think we should We're allowed uh, to talk acknowledge about them. On the podcast. We're allowed to talk about them. Also, there is. I'm. I'm like racking my brain trying to think of a better 
situation to be stuck in. And I, honestly, assuming that I'm one of the people who booked a room, can't think of a better one. I thought IKEA was pretty good. You've got many beds to choose from. You've got old, old mate singing you a lullaby. Which and and is the IKEA not. food is But the IKEA delish. food, the meatballs yeah, are lovely. And there's the cinnamon buns, yum, yum. But I still think the pub is better. Like I a think pub the pub in England. Better. Come on. Roaring fire, no aces, <laughs> your face. <laughs> righty, we're going to take a quick break. We will return with some real life. That's the wrong song, isn't it? Mm, Can't sing. Yeah. Can you sing it? I hear on the spot the real the real life. Oh, it's heavily auto tuned. It wouldn't be oh, the same. Chicken. Mm. All right, back soon. Scientists are leading the conversations about the future of Aotearoa and the biggest challenges of our time: our land, ocean, and climate, our physical and mental well-being, our food health. It's never been more important to understand science. At the University of Otago, you'll study alongside world-renowned experts and researchers. Explore your postgraduate options now. Find out more at otago.ac.nz slash pgsciences. When you choose to invest, your money has power. Avoiding companies that finance weapons production or ignore climate change is important. But impact investing goes beyond just avoiding harmful behaviours. It's an opportunity to invest in companies that are actually improving the world. Invest in a better future with the Harbour Sustainable Impact Fund. Grow your wealth and make a positive impact on the world. This is not personalised advice, a disclaimer and the product disclosure statement for Harbour Investment Funds issued by Harbour Asset Management is available at harbourasset.co.nz. Lights, how's it working out for you, Duncan? Uh, okay, so I love it. I um, I love it a lot, but also I went went too hard and I got a bit overwhelmed and uh, have to take a, a break from public life. <laughs> <laughs> go to the farm, hang out with the yeah, sheep. Yeah, I just need to go see Blair, um, <laughs> polish his horns, and but uh, yeah. So basically, what happened was I. I went out for lunch on the Friday, and then I went to a friend's 40th on the Friday evening. Then I had a very long-standing booking that just happened to come good on a Saturday, and then same with um, like a, a family dinner at a restaurant on the Sunday. And it was just and a, like a kid's birthday party on the Saturday. And it was just so much public interaction um, that it kind of by the end of it, I was just sort of. I was exhausted, but also like I, I, I just gotten used to sort of portion control and not drinking too much wine, all kinds of stuff, all, all the stuff that restaurants strongly encourage you to to not do. Um, they, these are these are bougie problems. I, I tell you what, but um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I love it, but I need to kind of. I think I needed to ease back into it in a way that I absolutely did not. How is it for you, Jane? Uh, much the same. <laughs> I haven't been to any eating establishments. Um, I did go to a family birthday party. Oh yeah. Uh, on on the weekend, which was nice. 
Um, so blessing and a curse, being able to see my family again. You know how it goes. <laughs> I do. Um, there were cert- certainly parts of lockdown that were like, oh, shucks, can't see you. I miss you, you know. Um, but here we are. And that, so that's kind of that's kind of been it. I'm, I'm scared. I'm definitely going to ease in. I'm scared because not so much because I think I'm going to catch COVID, though that's always in the background of your mind, isn't it? It's I'm just scared of people. It's been a while. Yeah, it's a lot. And I'm, I'm mostly scared of making a giant fucking idiot of myself as well. How? I returned to Lawnmower last week and I had to return it to a minor 10 mega and I couldn't get a park right outside. And so I looked like a lunatic. Mo- like mowing I looked the like tarmac. I was trying mowing the fucking car park. Then you buried the lead. This should have, this should have been our open. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's how traffic lights are going for me. Right. I mean, to be honest, I feel like oh, and I also went to the pub. Like, I, I did a lot. the The thing is, the people who were out that first weekend weren't people like you. Like, obviously, they self select as being kind of cautious about the reengagement, and so it was all kind of hyper social people who had been kind of restrained for for a long period of time and were, were ready to go. Like, our neighbours had like a big big old house party there was like broken it was, and I think it was crate day on Saturday there was like yeah. broken DB bottles outside I think some people definitely went to ham I didn't, I wasn't on that side but there was definitely like a particular energy in the air I hear what was your weekend one like I buggered off with my partner to the Waitakere's and went glamping so oh that's a move yeah really had nice. a mode it was huge it was um, about as antisocial as we could be Right. Uh, what else? What else? Is, what else is, hap- is happening? A oh, house party up the way at my house too. That is the one thing I did. Ha- I have to say was quite nice. Is that there's a, a place nearby they they party regularly. Uh, obviously not been during lockdown and back into it weekend one, and it was really nice to just hear people having a good time. Yeah, I have to say that I liked it too. I mean, uh, the broken uh, DB swappers aside, just seeing people like dressed up walking down the driveway, super excited. It, there's just something about seeing these like elements of uh, normalcy returning, uh, and and I think as well because you had that like run of uh, double digit case numbers, the fact that it's at a time of year when when you're able to to hang out much more safely and outdoors, and then when you're inside, you know everywhere I went was was doing the the vaccine passes properly, and it it feels like we we just might have a shot at evading the um some of the the um you know just just the the bad times that have um touching wood here that have uh, accompanied these moments uh, internationally i'm extremely confident that uh, as soon as i need to use my vaccine pass for the first time i'm going to fumble and drop my phone and gonna need to buy a new phone yeah so i'm just putting that out there and i'll update you you're gonna real pot it <laughs> i'm gonna real pot it yeah i am yeah um what I didn't do was real pop my hair appointment. I managed, uh, just an update from last week, I managed to get a hair appointment on Christmas Eve. I've got my kids on Christmas Eve. They are not at school. They're in my sole care. I don't care. I don't know what I'm going to do. What, what time is, your, what time is your hair appointment? It's in the morning time. Well, the office will be open. Just come drop, drop them off with us. Oh, they haven't got vaccine passes. It's just a logistical nightmare. Oh, yeah. Look, no matter what, I'm getting my hair done. Well, I'm very happy for you, Jane. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, Grey's be gone. 
just trying to decide whether I, I get my fringe back or just keep growing it out now. Uh, Which way are you leaning? I'm leaning growing it out because I just can't be bothered with the maintenance, you know. Anyway, I baked chocolate fondants. What? Chocolate fondants? I thought fondant was a thing that went over a cake. It's a type of icing, but also you can get these chocolate fondants, which like you might know them as like uh, lava cakes. They're like little individual portions, and when you when you stick your spoon in, all the it oozes out. Ooze out. That sounds Three. real yum. Unctuous is uh, as Sue Fleischel has not said one time. Really, on she's on like. Yeah. Stri- I wonder if there's a. Someone said something to her clearly. Anyway, this this was a tech challenge on Bake Off last week, and. I didn't do – I couldn't find Brett Schneider's recipe, so I went with a like a, a Gordon Ramsay or something. And I was supremely confident that I would be fine. <laughs> was it a triumph or was it a disaster, Duncan? I feel like it's – I mean, I, okay, my, what I really think is that it was basically a triumph but that your standards are so exacting that you hold yourself to that, that you're going to consider it a disaster. What do you think happens if you have a good fondant? I assume it's unctuous and oozing. And standing up, right? <laughs> well, I mean, oh, so, so that was, <laughs> or, uh, yeah, look. Okay, so I'm just I, showing uh, Duncan a photo. This is uh, great audio content as per, what I'm looking at is a sort of, it looks delicious, but it is a, admittedly like a lake of sort of chocolatey goop <laughs> with a little bit of sponge off to one side. Maybe some cream and a couple <laughs> of straws. Uh, yeah, and some caramel drizzle. So that's did you did it start whole and then end up like that, or was that as soon as I as soon as I tipped it out of the river, kind of just collapsed on itself? But I know exactly what I know where I went wrong. Where did you go wrong? Well, I forgot to put flour. <laughs> Wow. I forgot to put flour in, and then um, I realized my mistake when I pulled them out of the oven. But luckily I had two more that I had put in the freezer, so I whipped them out, and they hadn't remotely frozen yet. And I cleared the goopy ones out of the ramekins and then chucked the batter put added some flour, chucked the batter in again thinking this will work, and it didn't because, of course, all the batter from the previous one that didn't have anything to hold it solid was on the outside, so there there was no fortifying thing. It did taste good. It does look delicious. I, I think it tastes exactly like a fondant would taste the moment you stick a spoon in it. Um, it just didn't present very well. So it wasn't a complete loss, but I definitely would have been sent home, no doubt about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you would. That's a real – that does look – the authenticity is that it looks exactly like someone who got sent home on Bake Off who made yeah. a, made exactly that error. Mm. Hey, um, also in crypto news, we'll just, oh. we'll just round up with my crypto update. I really want to know more, more about crypto. Over the weekend, I, I, I read heaps about Web3, and now I'm sort of, I'm not... I don't know what Web3 is. Web3, mm, okay. Do you want to, like, top line? Well... One, sent- one sentence. Oh, I can't do that. Basically, oh. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's considered a, a potential next or, or, or is very likely to be one of the potential future visions for the internet wherein uh, the big platforms play less of a role and creators are compensated for, you know, so if you're whatever it is that you do online, if the, the people who derive value from it being, the, you know, the, the sort of users in a social media sense, they capture more of the value uh, versus the Googles and Facebooks of this world. And crypto is a, is a very big part of it. And I hadn't really, I'd been to sort of this buzzword for me for a long time and I finally sort of clicked and I was like, 
Oh, that feels inevitable and really challenging and interesting. So uh, I'm not going to go on a journey. I probably am going to go on a journey, but I won't won't just add that as a segment the same way that we have with Jane's Crypto Corner. But tell me about how crypto is going for you. (laughs) I mean... Technically a sentence because I don't think there were any full stops in there, but you did lose me at <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a, at, a, at the very top. A little bit of a mini monopod. Um, crypto, okay. So what you're talking about sounds like just the only thing I can relate it to is um, Silicon Valley. Have you seen that? Yeah. Have you seen Silicon Love Valley? Silicon Valley. Is it the new internet, like Silicon Valley, like on Silicon Valley? I mean, it is, it is considered a, a new internet, yeah. Okay. But it's not – that new internet on, on Silicon Valley was um, – quite different I think honestly a great show though if you don't know what we're talking about amazing underrated show, show I reckon so underrated it's so so good yeah. and great for rewatching too okay uh, in crypto news the, the crypto market bloody crashed I know. didn't it a terrible time it just went down there was talk of regulation I know I sound like I know what I'm talking about are you going to buy the dip is the big question mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes, maybe. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I've been bit busy playing. I finally figured out how to play this bloody game, though, and I have been playing that. Are you um, But you know how last week you were like, oh, this is it. This is your new job. It definitely isn't. Like, not after the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it most definitely is not because now I am losing money hand over fist because stocks are dropping. Do you call stocks, crypto stocks, stocks? I don't think so. Holdings, oh. maybe? Holding. I think you. I think you call them stonks. Stonks. Yeah. Stonks with an N. <laughs> Everything is just going to pieces. But, 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 but yeah, may, it may be a good time to buy. Are you going to hodl? Because they what? could be mooning soon. These these are oh. like crypto terms I, I've <laughs> been learning. Hodl <laughs> is a hodl was is my a, primary school um, headmaster. It's actually. a misspelling of hold, which is like uh, the the excitement of the um, of the true believer, and that they, that they say that they'll. The huddle forever, and um, I mean, and very genuinely, like it's it's kind of perfect. Yes, you've just lost twenty percent of whatever you invested, but you know, it's also not that much, by the way. It's a sale, <laughs> you know. Well, how often do you, do you get to buy your beloved cryptocurrencies on sale? It's true. There's a sale happening. Okay, yeah, I might I might look at investing like in zero point one 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 one. Nope, not even zero point one zero point zero 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 Point. No, can't. So, so wait, what are you holding? That doesn't make any sense. So you've, got, you've got some Bitcoin. What else have you got? I don't have Bitcoin. What have you got? What you... That's what I was going to say. Okay. I've got a little bit of a tiny, like a fleck of ETH. Yeah. And I've got a couple of Axie shards. Not even a couple, one point something. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole yeah. bit? That's it. I want to hear more about Only your less portfolio. Than that now. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the same <laughs> amount. It's just they're worthless. That's true. They worth, yeah. Not worthless. Right. Not I... worthless. Worthless. I do not know what I'm talking about, which is patently clear. You're on the journey. Um, I'm on the journey. Yeah, at least I know how to play the game, the Axie game now. That's, that was my number one thing, was being able to figure it, figure that out. I like this because when I used to go to the YMCA in the city, there was this um, program there called, as was the style of the time, hashtag never too old with a numeral two, which was targeting the... <laughs> to be honest, people are too old, like, too just old, like w- yeah. wildly old people, and it's always stuck in my mind for this kind of thing. And I, I feel like uh, we, you know, we could, as uh, as forty somethings, trying to kind of imagine a world where we can participate in in crypto. There's a sort of a never too old <laughs> kind of a vibe. It's, ad- it's adorable, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's very cute watching us just fritter away money. I hope that the uh, the crypto inclined who are listening to this. Um, 
are not shaking their heads and thinking we're idiots. Well, they definitely are, but they, they, they are. might help out. But hopefully they're finding an, an endearing side to it, you know? <laughs> not just an embarrassing side. That's my that's my eternal. That's, oh, that's the best I can hope for for the rest of my life, pretty much, is that I can be cute but not embarrassing or not too embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you get on the right line of that divide. Yeah. Okay, that's us. That's right. That, was a, much, that was a podcast, eh? Yes, and we say that every time, and every time, tis true. So, once again, one more in us eh, for this year. We've got, we've got one more in us. We are planning, hopefully, a little little pop up bonus, but we'll um, we'll see how that goes. We'll let you know. But we've got one more regular reg, reg pod in us. Can't wait. So we'll catch you next week. Thank you very much, Shia here. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you to Nando's. <laughs> Thank you to the Cornies. Thank you to the spin-off members. Thank you. Everyone, everywhere. Not everyone. Not everyone. Not the bad. Not the bad ones. Bye now. Kia ora e te iwi. Tia he Butler here, podcast manager at the Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.